Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Maybe. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Hey, what's up, everyone? Driz here. And uh, welcome to a new episode. I think we're episode 20-something of your new favorite band. And with me, as always, we got... Dallas Dwight. What's up? What if it was just... What if you said, with me, as always, we have, and it cuts, and it's just someone else <laughs> for the first time ever. Yeah, this is episode... Or just like an inanimate object. Yeah. Just, just like a broom with a wig. Yeah. <laughs> or one of those sex dolls. Oh, it just says Dallas. We need one of those for the studio, yeah. <laughs> we do need... We need to actually replace the one yeah yeah anyway, that's a story for another day um yeah welcome back everybody to another episode of your new favorite band thanks for the intro driz dude my pleasure i was no seriously i was so like receiving crazy amounts of pleasure doing that intro yeah it was really good yeah um we have a lot of stuff going on in in the camp lately yeah lots of fun stuff uh I feel like there's a lot of projects happening at once <laughs> there are we are we are skinning many cats Many yes. different ways. And then also we're doing a lot of projects for the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The cat skinning is frowned upon, so we don't usually talk about that too much. I forgot. I forgot that we weren't supposed to talk about that. Song. It's all right. It's all right. So we have the, the biggest thing happening in our world right now is this Dirty Damn Tricks Deluxe Edition, which I believe we're going to, for the first time, announce the release date. And I want to get this right for you. So give me one second. He's doing his due diligence. <laughs> yeah. That's just such a funny phrase, due diligence. No, I said due, due <laughs> diligence. Um, sorry, maybe, maybe you should put your headphones We're on. We're on Drisnet 1.0, I think, here, and it's going to take about 30 minutes to load, so I'll get back to you guys. But I believe it's August 26th. That sounds probably about it's right. It's whatever Friday... Is closest to August 26th, but I think it is August 26th. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is hilarious right now. My calendar loaded one day of July so far. Awesome. Yeah, there we go. And I don't even mean the actual days with all the stuff on it. Just the little calendar with all the little days. Just one day. Yeah. <laughs> now July's loaded. There's a bug. So I can do this really easily on my phone. I could too, but my Yours, oh, you have yeah, multiple yeah. phones. Yep, you're, yeah, dude, I got multi phone going on here. Sketch boy McJones. So the date will be the twenty sixth. You are correct, August twenty sixth. Official, yeah, official release date. That's my radio job. empire. One of those, you know, yeah. um, monster truck, that kind of thing. But. August 26th, Dirty Damn Tricks Deluxe Edition. We have six new tracks. When I say new tracks, those are, uh, you know, acoustic versions, demos, and then we have one brand new song that you've never heard before. So that'll be on there as well. Unless you've been to our live shows. Unless you've been to our live shows or you live in the UK and you went to one of those shows as well. Because um, we played at every show over there, I think. Except, I'm pretty except sure. Except one. Except one. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, if you're at Call of the Wild, you're going to want to hear this. <laughs> Because you missed it. Yes. But, uh, yes, a lot of other people at Call of the Wild went to other shows and saw us there. It's good It's good we played Call of the Wild early, actually, now that you think about it, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of those people saw us and were like, oh, we're going to go see them again, you know? And they did. Yeah, it was so and, cool to yeah. see faces we'd seen there. At but if it was venues. at the end, we wouldn't have had that same 
reaction, I think. So it's, it's actually worked out really nice. Shout out, Raz. Thanks, buddy. Um, I'll I have that. we talked about December 3rd on the podcast yet? It's been officially announced now. I don't think we've... We've talked about Some UK stuff. again and stuff like that, but we haven't... So, officially announced now, December 3rd, Winter Rocks Festival in Sheffield in the UK. We're coming back over there. And we'll be partying with the New Roses and tons of others. You can go check our, our Facebook page or go to Winter Rocks uh, page or, or website or whatever. Get your tickets. Get ready to go. Get your hotels. It's going to be really fun. Um, I know we're super excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And to see the, the New Roses again. They were really cool guys. Yes. Yeah. And I believe it's a little a little too early to say for certain, but I believe we will have new music out for you guys uh, while we're over there. So... Yeah, UK too. European friends, you're going to get to celebrate with us. Everyone else, it's going to be out for you too. But we just, it won't be, you know, we won't have a release show over there yet. So we'll have to figure that out. We may release something even before we go uh, over there too. So we'll have a little release party here for that as well. Now, this is all outside of the deluxe edition. The deluxe edition is just a special thing we wanted to do uh, for a variety of reasons. But one, it, uh, one of the biggest reasons was that Goliath was a big part of that album as well. But he wasn't actually on the recordings of it. So we kind of are. are this was our solution to kind of get creative with it. So uh, he'll be on all the new stuff, uh, uh, all six of the new ones, of course. And and everything going forward. Yeah, and everything yeah. going forward. And then that's just to kind of keep the Dirty Damn Tricks name alive, you know, because we didn't get as many shows and, you know, all that stuff happened. So Yeah, all the COVID bullshit. Pandemic, all that good stuff. So we're going to kind of punt a little bit down the road with that. What'd you call me? <laughs> I called you a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Now shut up. <laughs> At least put proper before you before it. <laughs> Your top cunt. <laughs> That's right. Oh, thanks, man. Dude, thanks, bro. <laughs> but yes, uh, we're gonna punt. Nailed it. A little bit down the road with Dirty Damn Tricks, and that'll bring us towards the end of the year when we'll have some new music for you guys. That's kind of the plan. And with that, working backwards, we have a lot of work to do and a lot of things to pay for. So if you guys want to sign up for VIP. <laughs> Or yeah, you want to get some merch for sure. Please go do that because there's a lot of stuff going on. And um, and a big shout out to our VIP members who have already yes. signed up. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we call them Vipers. The Vipers, yes. yes. And if you noticed in our merch store, there is a shirt with there's the Viper tee. There's the Viper tee. Yes. We really tried to make that exclusive, and I think of what we've already talked about this briefly, but uh, we were not able to with our store find yeah, a way. We did the best we could. We yeah. did the best we could. So, yeah. um, anyways. All the support really, really helps us. I'm sure everyone hurts at the gas pump, and uh, this really is kind of like a shot of cash into the the band arm, right? Yeah. Every time we turn that van on, it's expensive these days. So, oh yeah, pulling our big trailer and all that. I'll, stuff. I'll say this: last fill up I saw was 144 dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Although any UK listeners aren't going to have any sympathy. <laughs> Yeah, probably not, but they don't have to travel as like far. 10 or 12. They don't have to travel yeah, as don't. far there. And so. they typically have smaller cars in Europe yeah. and, and stuff. But anyway, so that's kind of that's kind of what's going on uh, for us. We're busy, busy, busy tracking. I was recording all day today. Recorded a bunch of acoustic guitar solos, and my fingers don't work anymore. So no, seriously, they don't. I was privy to uh, to see this firsthand. Yeah, we, they're we were, black and, he, and shredded and blisters. He gets over to uh, comes over to do the podcast tonight, and I'm like, dude, I uh, uh, got this new piece of gear, and I finally did a capture with it, and 
And I was like, check out the tones. He picks up the guitar and he's like, oh, bending sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. just trying to go for it. Because I'm doing And that's, the... that's with tens half step down. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad on that guitar. Yeah. I could play electric all day. That doesn't hurt until yeah. I get to like the eight or nine hour mark. And that starts to be like, okay, my hands are getting tired. But yeah. acoustic, it does not take me long, yeah. especially if I'm soloing. I can strum chords for a, a couple hours before I start hurting, maybe an hour or so. But um, that's good. <laughs> But solos, I had to track some solos today for the deluxe edition. And um, man, yeah, that just shreds my hands. Especially because I'm doing a few different takes. Yeah. Trying to find out what I like. Because I can't just do the exact thing, same thing I did on the album. Because one, I'd want to be a little creative with it. And two, it doesn't physically work with the acoustic guitar the same way. So, Well, not to mention you want to kind of approach it with a different feel. I mean, if you're doing an acoustic track, you don't want to hear just like crazy shredding over it, right? Yeah. Now, of course, anything I do is crazy shredding. Yeah, just. I mean, no, but like like the next level, you know. Right. Everything I do is the next level, right. <laughs> Going back to, uh, you said you were the most humble. I'm really starting right. to think I'm the most humble, though. No, out of the two of us, it's no question I'm the most humble for sure. I mean, I have questions, though. <laughs> I, have, I have lots of questions. I have, I have, I have tons of them. And we're not taking questions at this time. Yeah, so we've been uh, doing a lot of tracking. We have. Uh, and writing and stuff. We have new new ideas, new demos, all sorts of stuff going on for this for this second album. We have the title for the second album. We have the artwork for the second album. Yeah. We have, uh, and we're still talking about like how we're going to release that and do that. But we will definitely at least have a track or two that are going to be on that come out prior to the release, kind of like we did with I Dirty Damn Tricks. Definitely, but that is our most plan likely. Right That's now. the plan. That's I'm the plan. Right. So. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm just sitting here thinking it's interesting how we work backwards from. In a lot of ways, like artworks and names and stuff, that usually comes after everything's done. Yeah, we're the opposite. We have the artwork and the name, and we're and we're looking at it, and we're kind of like, okay, what what works for this? You know, like like kind of writing backwards that way. And even when we track, we kind of do it backwards. Most bands, drums is the first thing they record. Drums are almost always the last thing we record. Yeah, because of the way our our system works. And um, yeah, I like our system. It's super efficient for what we do. It's extremely efficient. You know, um, it's kind of. It's because we have such structured demos, though. You know? Yeah. So once you have the structured demo, your scratch tracks are so polished that you could do anything in any order you want. It just happens that drums usually take us the most planning and setup, so mm-hmm. we typically do those last. Oh, yeah. It's the most mics. It's what do you, where do you want to put these preamps, yeah. you know, all this people. kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of times it's just me or just you, me and Rasan or me and you or whatever. And this one usually takes a team of us for drums and stuff, but... So far, it's coming together. I'm happy with um, everything so far on album two. I think we're up to six. six. Yeah, yeah. Our goal is ten. So we got f- at the at this time of recording. It's um, July thirteenth when we're recording this. This episode is going to come out July fourteenth tomorrow. So at this time, mid July, it's interesting to be able to come back for posterity and look at this. That we are unsure of four of the ten songs. So we'll be able to come back in a few months and be like, oh, those four that we have now, we didn't know then, you know? Yeah. That's kind of cool. <coughs> I have ideas. So I have a, a voice memos, which I call, call my lift, my lift, my riff <laughs> library, my lift library. Your lift library. <laughs> and uh, I looked at it the other day and it had 330 something entries in it. And not all of them are good for the LA, maybe it's all sorts of stuff. So I went through all of them. Play, listen, back to like 20. 18 I think and I'm listening to every possible little riff I have 
and I've favorited all the ones that could possibly work for album two. That came out to be 48. So um, that's uh, 48 ideas there that we can kind of start working through. Some yeah, of them are like a, a group of ideas. Some of them are like one of them was, was Good Times Roll, the new chorus. Like mm-hmm. That's obviously already used. But um, <clears throat> hey, man, I'm excited for this. We've been reworking some stuff. I showed you a couple new ideas here right before we started. Yeah, and uh, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, our first album was amazing. This is going to be amazing too. We we yeah. we don't like to short sell like anything. You so know. far, everything passes the chorus test. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, out of one of the one of the six doesn't have any lyrics at all, and it's very. You I haven't even showed you it yet. It's very like not done. It's just a collection of riffs. You know some of the riffs. Yes, but um. That has no lyrics, nothing. So that one doesn't count. But of the other five, they passed the chorus test. So 50%. 50% there so far. 50. Yep. Huh. Solid 50. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. Last week I was tracking the acoustic uh, the acoustic stuff because uh-huh. you know, I have my studio. and So you were... Yeah, you were just mailing me... Mailing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emailing me the tracks and I was just dropping them right in right just there. Just mailing tape and there to was Germany. Even, there was even <laughs> one point where you were like... Um, uh, you were like, oh, listen to this part. I just want you to hear it. And you like held up the phone. And I was like, no, no, just send it to me. And you sent me just the quick demo part, little section, and I dropped it in and played it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's good. Now give me the real one, you know? So we're able to even just like little quick stuff like that. Just send yeah. a drop into the session. I'm what, looking 4, at 4,000 miles my, away or something? Yeah, you know? and I have my in-ears in so I can hear everything nice and good. And um, yeah, it worked perfectly. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a pain in the ass though. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I, I live in the South, and I love fireworks as much as anyone else. I, I love, you more, know, I love probably. Blow, probably more. <laughs> Honestly, I love putting firecrackers never, in anthills. I never really liked fireworks. Go back to you. Hey, what's up? It's getting the framing. What do you think? Yeah? Oh, it was just that white plug that was bothering me, but that's fine. Oh, yeah. Real-time framing. Real anyway, time. yeah, fireworks. Yeah, yeah so uh, fireworks. It was 4th of July. It was 4th of July. Happy 4th, everyone. Yeah, so we celebrated on the 3rd because all our neighbors got together. It was a Sunday. Some people had work on Monday. We did, really? a, big old, we did a big old, we smoked some pork butt 12 hours. And, uh, my, my, I love butt, my, my neighbor did, uh, TJ. I love butt. Yeah, I do, dude, I eat so much ass, man. Just... <laughs> Dude, when you put butt on the grill, dude, grilled butt. Yeah, um, all about some grilled butt. Oh man, he smoked some ribs, and ribs I mean, a little more Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, more Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. I just love eating ass. So <laughs> I stick to the staples, ass <laughs> and ass. <laughs> Say it like it's gonna be a list. I stick to the staples, ass. Ass. That's it. Just one. You just there's an awkward pause. Really. And more like, ass. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but man, it was a it was a legit cookout. It was awesome. Everybody brought you know stuff. Nice. You guys went to cookout. Love yeah, it. yeah. Dude, they're pulled pork. Got the burger pulled tray. Pulled pork ass sandwich is just so good. <laughs> Caught ass is so much more uncomfortable. Dude, yeah, we were eating so much pork ass. You smoking ass? <laughs> what? God, I hate my neighbors. <laughs> I smell ass. You Dude, smoking? I was smoking ass for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's over here just literally just like, God damn it. What's cool is TJ now Honey, listens. we're going to move. 
TJ now listens to the podcast, so he's probably going to listen to this one and be like, just Oh, he now laughing. listens to it? Or he yeah, has? he now listens yeah. to oh, it. Oh, yeah. great. That's good news. So, um, <laughs> yeah. anyways, no, it was fun, and he's got three kids, and they're just a little bit older than, than my three. and they 40 to 50. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, got to play. So... That was the third. <laughs> I just got an image of like full adults sitting at the kids' table with like their knees like over their chest, like eating. Like, dude, adults like, dude, that sucks so bad. Like nailing your knees on kid shit. Yeah. Like you sit down, and you're just like, or the old step on a Lego kind of thing. Yeah, and Joe's definitely in a Lego phase now. He's five and a half. That sucks. You know? Legos are so expensive, yeah. dude. <laughs> He's got his first loose tooth. Yeah, dude, oh, okay. Legos are expensive unless yeah. you get them secondhand at... What's the old materials. trick where they tie a string around the tooth and then you just punch him in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I wanted to get through it as hard as I couldn't get through it. <laughs> where, you know, he ties the you tie the string around the tooth to here, you tie it to the door, and then you just get a bat and just <laughs> slam his teeth. Dude, they'll lose all of them. It's good. It just it's, you don't just, want to waste time with them. Get loose, just knock them all out. Get it. Hey, been talking like this for a couple of days. But get he can't it all really done with. Anyway, yeah, so. yeah. You know, it really builds character and toughens them up and gets them ready for life. You know? Right. You know, because a lot of times in life, when the adult ones come in, you just take a bat to those bitches as well. <laughs> get them dentures. Good for life. Not dentures. What's the? Uh, Im- is it implants? Dental implants. You know what are the ones? Veneers. I yeah. guess though, what they do there is, I think they shave the tooth down. Into like this gross little point. Oh, it's gross! I've like seen them. Yeah, I've seen them. They dude. just like put a cap on it. Yeah. So you have really nice, beautiful teeth, but uh, if your veneers pop off, you look like a freaking. What's that? I'm dude, not going to um, say any names what about. What? What's the? F- oh, I'll remember it. He's a famous um, Nosferatu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that reference is right, but that's what I was the word I was thinking of. Dude, yeah. You don't want to name any names, but yeah, yeah, maybe not. You know, it's but I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand what they look like. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so I go to there's there's a good there's a good shot of some. Yeah. Anyways, um, not the actual shave down tooth, but after the veneer had been put on, they look those look good. They look great. They look perfect. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah. And you're, I know you're saying it in the most humble way possible, but perfection is, is the best way of saying it. Right. Yeah. There's no other um, word. So I go to start tracking on July 4th, and obviously everyone and their brother got fireworks around where I live, <laughs> and their mother and their cousin. They, there's babies running around with fireworks. You know what I'm talking about? They, but, know, uh, they know more about it than, <laughs> than the adults sometimes. Yeah, dude. They're like, Dad, step back. Let me do it. It's like a six-month-old. <laughs> With waddling his, with his yeah. diaper, no shirt. Let me light this one, Dad. That's how deep his voice is. He's got armpit hair. It's from all the mountain, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I have to stop you and tell this story. There was a... I heard this on a podcast. This this is... This guy, he was a dad to a newborn, I guess. He was using testosterone gel. And I guess he was rubbing it, I don't know, on his chest or wherever you rub it. I don't know where you rub it. And the baby was, you know, I guess, you know, in contact with this gel. And the baby... <laughs> Started showing signs of puberty at like three. <laughs> Started getting like armpit hair and like oh, oh shit, like, dude. <laughs> they said he was in like the two hundredth percentile for like weight and shit. <laughs> like he was just like a jacked pig. <laughs> just, just, just going into first grade, getting with an erection the size of your forearm. Just showing up looking like the rock. Could you imagine though, like like your imagine son walks down in the morning, this kid like 
that's not right. <laughs> Your son walks down in the morning in his PJs and just fucking pitching a tent like old man status. <laughs> morning. Like, oh, God. What you staring at, Dad? Take a picture. It'll last longer. Where's my Wheaties? <laughs> you got the sports section. Just sitting down. That's, oh. that's an old reference. I don't think people, some people might not even get that anymore. What, Wheaties? Newspaper references? Uh, what? I remember growing I didn't up having the newspaper and always asking for the sports section or the joke section or whatever. Yeah, I remember uh, going to Starbucks uh-huh. in the morning, like before Sunday, before like church and stuff when I was a kid. And we'd always get the Sunday paper with the funnies. And, the and funnies, those. Yeah, yeah, man. That's funny. Yeah. How dumb are we? It's the funnies. Like <laughs> The peanuts and yeah, uh, what was the one where she goes ack? You know the one, ack or eek? She goes ack. I can't remember, dude. That's so long ago, man. It is so long ago. And then we have phones now. Anyway, July Fourth, fireworks, tracking, explosions, kids on puberty. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, so I was supposed to start tracking that night, and I did not get shit done because you just kept hearing explosions in the studio. That's so annoying because you, you plot out the time. I should have thought about it. And you're just like, ugh, ugh. I should have thought it like, yeah, that one maybe. Yeah, for sure. But I was just like, I'm, you know, doing this tonight. I'll do it tomorrow night. And I wasn't even thinking July 4th. Boom, 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 you know. And then I knew immediately that there's going to be the people who get too drunk on July 4th and forget that they stashed fireworks somewhere else. And then on July 5th. 5th. Yeah, exactly. So July 5th, I was able to start recording, but I had to like stop and like do retakes so many times because you listen back and hear it's kind of cool though yeah. <laughs> just tell you people know. you're recording it in Afghanistan <laughs> so anyways I get some done and uh, I move uh, I go it's the next day I'm like okay cool I'm gonna get a lot done tonight thunderstorms until like like I don't know, it was like one thirty or something in the morning. Jeez. It literally started at nine thunderstorms, and there we kept getting storms systems through until like one, one thirty. Uh, and I had so many retakes that night too, because I'd be going and then hear the thunder. I'm like, oh shit, that was probably loud enough. Go back and listen. Sure enough, you hear the acoustic and you hear the just thunder the in the background sessions yeah the afghan sessions and so anyways <clears throat> i was like okay well tonight will probably tomorrow night will probably be better i there were literally thunderstorms and it's not uncommon in the summer in the south to get thunderstorms yeah, a lot usually at like 4 p.m yeah, yeah exactly they roll in like so yeah. heavy at four and they're gone by like 408 yeah <laughs> exactly no but these have been like nighttime ones that have you know kind of lingered um and so we literally i literally had oh and then finally Saturday rolls around and I'm like, okay, cool. Casey was like, I'm taking the kids to my parents. You can get a lot of tracking done. And I was like, sweet, this is going to be great. And so she leaves and literally an hour into tracking, I hear my neighbor's lawnmower. <laughs> and I'm like, and that sucks. Cause it's a pitch. Yeah. I'm like, I used to mow my dad's lawn and I would practice singing harmonies with the lawnmower. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like it would just be like, and I would be like, just like yeah. practicing and like, can I do the minor third? Can I do the fifth? Can I do the flat fit? You know, all these different notes. Great way of practicing intervals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So I was like, oh shit. Okay. Anyways, I went in to go chill on the couch and fell asleep. <laughs> and 
hour and a half. Nice. And finally got done tracking that night or the following night. I forget. But anyways, got it done. Well, it all sounds good. So any, uh, what did, it all sounds excellent. You did different from like the normal way you'd play it. Like different in excellence. It was all excellent. (laughs) No, like parts. Like how did you kind of change it up? To accommodate an acoustic version. Yeah, so to accommodate the acoustic version, you know, you want to go... It's rock and roll, right? So we're doing acoustic versions. And even we, even with our slower songs, there's still like a driving factor that you wanted to ha- you'd want to have with a drum kit. Well, with this kind of stuff, you really have to kind of pull back and think like, okay... Is this does this section need to drive like that, like like you'd hear it in the original? And most of the times, no, right? So you have to, um, and then also listening to the other guitar part. You know, I think it, with acoustics especially, it's so important to not step on play yeah, the same they part that's pretty good. <clears throat> the other players playing. <clears throat> so, like one thing I absolutely hate is hearing like an acoustic thing, and you c- clearly hear two acoustic guitars playing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I already don't like that for most things, mm-hmm. unless you know it's like a heavy riff that you want like emphasized. Uh, <clears throat> So, you know, I'm already listening to your kind of your your part slash guide track for the project, right? Right. It's like, okay, well, this needs an extra, you know, rhythm with not just lead being played. So what am I gonna do rhythm wise? And oftentimes I'll hear you and you're kinda in the lower register and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna come up a little bit higher, maybe an octave up and try to attempt these chords an octave higher. You know, using different chord shapes and stuff. Yeah, uh, inversions are great because um, you start kind of get it's the same chord, but it's voiced a little different because you're not starting on the root; you're starting on the third or the fifth. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it all ended up sounding good. Peace of mind is very, very different. It's a completely new riff. Yeah, the whole, which is a riff, I little picky thing I came up with a long time ago, and I couldn't. I I thought it would be a new song, but. Um, Actually labeled it in my thing when I found it. It was labeled as gallows question mark question mark, but it ended up being the peace of mind thing because it's the same chords and it really didn't. I just thought one day I started singing peace of mind over that and I was like, oh, that works nice. If we ever do an acoustic version of this song, I'll use this. And so that finally came up. So ended up using that. That's kind of the main like kind of motif you'll hear. Yeah, and then the chorus instead of being a dun 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 that kind of fist pumping, it's like a boom. Yeah, one forty BPM boom. just fish. Yeah, god, that kind of like. Heads Bobby halftime this now, which is kind of cool. Oh, sugar's all good. Um, that didn't change a tremendous amount. We sped it up a bit, yeah, so it's a little faster for the acoustic version, which I think is kind of a fun dichotomy. And then, um, there's like some Foz and I got some congas and shakers and all kinds of fun percussion in that. Uh, we finally used the rain stick that's in peace of mind somewhere. Uh, but oh, sugar, yeah, that one's solid. And then the brand new one is called The Long Road. And what you're going to hear is it's actually an acoustic version of that song. So you yes. will hear the acoustic version before you actually hear the, the real version. So I think that's going to be kind of fun, actually. It's going to be cool, especially because of the nature of the song, right? So it, it you know, it's kind of in the vein of When I'm Gone. It's, it's a yeah. little more, you know. It's kind of between When I'm Gone and Peace of Mind, would you say? Yeah, I would. I would. Um but I absolutely love that song. It is yeah. it is when a I special dropped song. in your lead part, it just yeah, it just makes it makes it totally so much better. Takes it to a new level. 
with that little arpeggiated thing. And then the others, the fourth acoustic song we're doing is When I'm Gone. And I, I wanted to name that stripped down mix instead of acoustic version because we took the original session mm-hmm. and we, I wanted to just basically mute a bunch of stuff and just have a stripped down mix. Yeah. But that didn't end up working the way we wanted to. So it, it is going to end up being a full acoustic version. We're still taking a lot of those elements from the original one, but we have now re-recorded all the acoustic guitars or basically recorded fresh acoustic guitars. Yes. And, um, cause there taking, is some buried acoustic there. in There's there. There's some buried acoustics, but they're not, they're not meant to be a highlight. Mm-hmm. So they're not clean enough. They're not yeah. interesting enough. But I just did mine. You had done yours already, but I just did mine today for that. That was really fun. Um, and then I did the solos for that today, and I did the solos for Peace of Mind today. So my hands are worn out. Oh, yeah. I, I having, know how it is. Having to come up with different ways to do certain licks and stuff while still being you know, close enough to the song, but different. And it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I, I really had a, you know, one thing that stand, stood out to me with When I'm Gone is when we went to the solo section, um, I was like, oh, man, like the chords that I normally play sound so good, you know, up here, you know, doing bar chords for <clears throat> or power chords for the solo section on the electric, on the acoustic. It did not translate. I was like, oh, this yeah. is not going to. I love I love when I'm gone because you get to use the E minor 7, G, C, D, the, the cowboy chords that yes. sound so good in every song. Yes. You get to use all those on the acoustic, which is really nice. So I was using those. Uh, and to go back to, um, I was going to say something about the long road, um, and and it just kind of <laughs> slipped my mind. Uh, yeah, the long road with oh yeah, a little recording trick in that one. Did you you put you picked up that I used a high strung guitar on that one? Yeah, it's, yeah, I could tell it was something different. Yeah. Or Nashville tuning, I thought, I thought as some you people might have been say, up or something, but I couldn't tell exactly what it was. But yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. So Nashville tuning is a uh, for those of you listening, little trick where you that's, that's funny because you're using Nashville and I'm capoed up playing a different shape. So the real part is not even in the song. No, not even <laughs> the real part of yeah. the, of the song is not in the actual song at all. That's, that's really so funny. wild. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Nashville tuning or uh, high strung. Like a high strung guitar, you say high strung because you take all the high strings out of a twelve string pack and you put only the high ones on a six string. You should acoustic. explain what a twelve string is. <laughs> it's when you can count twelve of them instead of six. But what it is, it's not twelve unique strings. Which when I heard the twelve string, I was like, "That's a lot of strings." It's, it's just six strings, but each string has you have like your thick one, and then you have a really thin one right next to it. So basically, when like you pick, when I stand you're, next you're hitting, to you and our pants are off, yeah. So you, so you pick uh, you pick once you basically hit two strings and the thinner one is an octave up from the other one until you get to the top two strings and then they're just straight doubles. So yep. you have four of your strings have an octave up and your top two have a double. So you have this really nice open big sound and they're just super annoying to tune. Yes. Now <clears throat> something interesting happens when you actually separate those strings from a 12 string and you get two six strings and you just put the high strung strings on the other and the regular on, on the other guitar. And then when you combine them too, because they weren't actually played at the exact same time, it gets a really cool double, double effect. Right. And then also sounds less like a 12 string and more like a unique. We did that for long road. Yes. In the, um, not the acoustic version, the real version. Yeah. The real version that'll come out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, high strung and it, it just fills, fills out. It sounds so cool. It's such a cool trick. 
Yeah, I would really That's encourage anyone yeah, who's recording the- any acoustic stuff, check it out because um, it really does change the mix. And and again, the really cool key with this is make sure that you hard pan your uh, your high strung from your regular, and you get you get that really cool effect. For sure. So if you're following along, I've listed four so far. So what are the other two? Um, it's the original demo for Peace of Mind and She's Reckless. Yes. So when I say the original demo, it's the... Um, we labeled it a demo, but it's actually the version that was released off of the old EP we had, Once Upon a Time. So it's the original Peace of Mind and She's Reckless with Goliath singing from back in like 2018 or 20. Is the end of 2018? Yeah. So recorded over 2018, I think. So that's uh, that's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool to put this out. Yeah, because we kept having people that knew us before Dirty Damn Tricks ask us constantly, "Can I have the old version of Peace of Mind? Can can I have specifically Peace of Mind? Can I have the old version of Peace of Mind, please, please, please?" And um. That old version of Peace of Mind actually is in a video game. I think it's in Tony Stewart's All-American Racing. I believe that's I right. It yeah. Is. yeah. And then we have four songs from Dirty Damn Tricks in the SRX Racing. And then we are in the middle of having four songs. I think it's four songs. Again, in another game. So that'll be cool. We'll, we'll have more information on that one. It's actually solidified and stuff. But it's already been sent off and stuff. So it's, it's happening. It's just, you know... Can't really announce the game yet. <clears throat> and uh, I say all that to say that a lot of people wanted the peace of mind, and, and they actually really wanted the whole EP, but we're, we're not going to be doing that. Yep. So we just have uh, our best foot forward, peace of mind, and she's reckless, and we will tack those on there. That was, again, our creative way of solving that problem, because we won't re-release the EP. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't ever make sense to go back. <laughs> True. <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah, you back in forward. time. Yeah, we got So this was forward. our way of... of Going forward, but kind of grabbing those two and bringing them with us, you know. So if you were one of those people that was like, I want the old version of Peace of Mind, then you're going to need to get the Dirty Damn Tricks Deluxe Deluxe, edition. yeah. And you're just going to need to get it anyways because um, it's going to be amazing. Also, as if this wasn't enough, for only nineteen ninety nine, <coughs> My voice is messed up. Woo! No, it doesn't. It, whatever. Do whatever. I was kidding. Uh, but there's another component that I'm not going to spoil until the day it comes out that's going to be coming out as well so that's all i'll say about that to pique your interest yep that's it cool anyway see you next time just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we're doing doing great on time we're just we're just chugging along here tony stewart the tiger says they're great dude we got a lot of fans out of those video games though a lot of comments on YouTube being yeah. like, SRX brought me here, or Tony Stewart brought me here, or whatever. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, SRX really is fun because cool. you boot up the game, and we're the title track that plays when the game starts. <laughs> yeah. So that was, and we didn't know that. We just knew they used our music. We didn't know they put us as the title track. So you were over at my house, and we bought the game and downloaded it and booted it up, and then Mr. Danger starts right out of the gate, and we're just like, dude. <laughs> it was so cool today, to hear. to date, uh, Mr. Danger is our top shazam song, and I guarantee it's from that. Wow. Because it boots up. People are like, oh, this is really good. And they shazam it right there while they're playing the game. Guaranteed. There's they, no other they reason. They don't say this is really good. It's like, it's probably more like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Right. Right. So. I have to know this. Delete the game. I need this album. Yeah. You know? But please don't do that because they're um, cool. And they. We they had fun doing that race that night. We were racing around the track a few yeah. times. That's hard, though. 
Yeah, it, it was pretty believable. It got you know? fun to be like, okay, let's see if we can beat our time, you know? Yeah. We'd have a fuck around lap and then like, all right, this is for real, go! You know? Dude, my voice. <clears throat> Do you need some of my water? I'm good. I only have herpes. That's fine. On my mouth. That's also fine. I only have herpes. It's not, it's not a, it's genital herpes. But that being said, I did put my dick in this drink. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be forthright. But just the tip. So, I mean, it doesn't even count. I put my dick in every drink. It's just part of what I do. (laughs) Everyone likes their own brand, you know. Quoting a kids movie for the most foul like to uh, you know restaurants for obvious reasons. <laughs> I'm just running around dipping dick. Got banned from the cafeteria in high school. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> Never grew out of it since I was three. Had all that puberty gel. <laughs> Dude, what if that's that kid's like like deep dark like thing from all that puberty gel like just fucks him up and he no, can't the sad drink part is liquid. That kid is actually like fucked up health wise, I think. Like or will be. Uh that's not that's funny. Pretty I shouldn't be laughing. That's there's components of it that are not funny, but the overall thing is fucking hilarious. Like, but like, if you're putting this stuff on you, why the hell, dude? This dad was probably thinking, I'm not going to tell my wife. I know that this is probably not good, but I want the best athlete ever. And he's yeah. just like at night after putting That's his really gel funny. on his chest. That's really like, funny because you're probably true. Because I think he said like you know he had no idea, of course, and all that. But you're probably right that he was like. <laughs> Our little secret. He's like, dude, he's going to be the wakes up best bodybuilder. He athlete. goes in to check on the baby at night. He's got a bench press in his crib. <laughs> Posters of Chuck Norris on the wall. <laughs> he's sitting there doing concentration curls. You know, the kind where you're sitting there like bent over with like an 80 pound dumbbell. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. Looking like Arnie. Oh, man. That's oh, wild. Don't. Yeah, so. Uh, what else is crazy, going on? Crazy. Uh, <laughs> so crazy dude isn't that crazy I wish I had more details I don't even know if it's true I just heard it in a podcast dude it's probably like it was a reputable podcast if you can dude there's 7 billion people on the planet if you can think something could have happened it's happened like probably happened yeah it's yeah yeah. it's happened definitely North Korean (laughs) but it's happened I listened I listened to this podcast with a lady that had escaped North Korea and made her way to the United States Yon 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 Park Park, yeah Yeah. and she's awesome um, yeah, she's badass. It's really funny to listen to her talk. She's so awesome. But she was describing, I never thought about this, but it's from what she's saying, it seems so accurate that North Korea is literally the Hunger Games. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> she said for there's, real. 12, there's districts and they all have nothing, but there's a capital and the capital has everything. And like she was describing all this stuff, I was like, yeah, that's the Hunger Games. That's crazy. Yeah, you have to take away all hope, all everything. Yeah. That's nuts. And uh, that was a that was a really nice podcast to listen to her. To hear someone uh, say, to hear someone talk about and say things. She, yeah, really beautiful. It's unbelievable what she went through. Yeah, man, you guys got to look her up. Yeonmi Park. I, I'm definitely not pronouncing that right. Park, you can spell, but Yeonmi is Y E O N M I. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she escaped. She was uh, sold into sex slavery in China. Mm-hmm. I was like happy to have food. Like, yep. isn't that crazy to think about? It's like. They don't have food. They would have to eat bugs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cock for food and being fine with that. Like, because everything else was so shitty. Yeah. 
Like, that's crazy. And then she comes here and hears a lot of the complaints. And she was saying, she's just like, what? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, but she also says she, she also nice. said she's so scared, too, for the U.S. So she's like, I see, I see like certain thing, you know, indicators like going down that same route. Like, I think the biggest thing she said is when you have people who, um, when, when society starts to form a victim class mm-hmm. and then give power to the victim class is what, what happens in, in every communist takeover. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty crazy what she's gone through and, um, oppressed and oppressor. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, though. Good podcast. Dude. Listen to another one. and it, the Oh, it was a guy who is um, just like an adventure guy, just does crazy stuff. Uh, he just bought a bike. He's English. Bought a bike and just, like, rode it to, like, India or something, like, from Britain. <laughs> like, it took him, like, four years on this journey and stuff. Uh, and, and one of his latest things is he was, he was in a Russian prison. And he was talking about what that was like. And he was over there just, again, just adventuring, hiking, Siberia, all kinds of stuff. And um, uh, he got caught and they thought he was a spy or something because of the Ukraine conflict was happening. And um, he was describing how that process went. (laughs) He said it was pretty scary. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but uh, is it Charlie something? Charles something? That's not helpful. Anyway. That was a cool podcast as well. Lots of cool things. I don't listen. It's This might surprise some of the listeners, unless you've talked to me for any length of time in person, but I don't listen to music, really. I listen to pretty much only podcasts, which I kind of I kind of like it. Keeps music kind of more fresh to me, I guess. Same. But, yeah. I listen to a ton um, of podcasts. Yeah. I like to listen to all kinds of podcasts. I listen to music if I, like, for... I have enjoyment times of music, but then again, if I'm listening to music, it's to learn... Yeah, I listen to music, music like on an academic level. Things, yeah. Like I'll listen to like you know, oh, this band has a new album. Let's check it out. I'll listen top to bottom. Yeah, and again, sometimes for, things jump out to me, and I'll have new favorites that way. Yeah. And sometimes they don't, and I don't listen to it again. You know, well, and that's how we you know kind of stumble upon our new favorite bands. You know, a lot of people think, well, you don't even listen to music, and you have podcasts. Well, we actually like actually look for. Yeah, we we listen to music and like um, hmm, it's hard to describe we kind of know where to look and what to seek and we'll go fishing and grab something and consume that. Yeah. Know? But we're not just like, we, we don't really passively listen to music. I guess we could say that. I can't passively listen to music. I can sometimes, but it has to, it almost has to be with like a goal. It has to be like, classical music for me to like passively listen. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I fall asleep to that stuff pretty much every night. Mm-hmm. But, um, lately I've been falling asleep to podcasts. <laughs> I discovered the sleep yeah. timer. Oh, really? Yeah. So I put it for 15 minutes, and if I'm still awake at the end of 15 minutes, I put it for another 15 minutes because I don't want to miss too much of it. <laughs> That's wild. So yeah, um, I've been listening to to the planets. The uh, planets. Yeah. Oh, by Holst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what George Lucas sent John Williams and said, "This is what I want Star Wars to sound like. Do this," and. It sounds exactly like Star Wars. It's, uh, it's <laughs> like freakishly exactly yeah. like, yeah, but it's so cool. Like there's it's a so- part of, I'm not intimately familiar with it, but there's a part of, I think Jupiter. Jupiter's. Yeah. Is that the part? Fucking you know cool the part track. I'm talking about? When you go to the YouTube for it, every comment is like timestamp that time. It's the da 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 da
that kind of thing. It's like just a really beautiful soaring strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, 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 Yeah. The thing I love part. about it is, is okay, so atonal stuff is, I can't really listen to atonal. There's some crazy shit I could say. But. It's nuts, dude. But. Ligeti. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I like it when it's ex- like to Schoenberg. me. To me, the planets is explorative enough and still musical enough. Like the planets is perfect. I love yes. it. It's perfect. And Mars is the other one that's just like brutal, dude. So bringer good. of war. It has to be brutal. But Jupiter, I think, I think is the one I'm thinking about. And it's about if I remember halfway to two thirds of the way through, it kind of dips out of what it was doing, and this beautiful strings uh, string section comes in, and it's just you know classic soaring strings. Love that. Oh yeah, Ligeti Schoenberg. His his stuff is like I gotta check out Schoenberg. And then there's John Cage. He has a song called I forget the actual time, but it's just a time three forty four whatever. And it's just that long of silence. <laughs> and the funniest thing you'll ever see is Google someone performing it. Oh <laughs> really? They're fucking tuxedo, and they set it down, and they sit on the piano, and they just sit there. And this is the best part. They'll do this. turn the page so like they're clearly counting which is actually kind of cool but it's also like don't do that (laughs) yeah it's just one person can do that once and it's cool and then everything after that is like don't do that i think it's 433 i think it is i don't know exactly four minutes and 33 seconds i think that's what it is if i get that right though i'm blown away because so when we were in the uk Rasan knows a lot of uh, classical composers, and um, I was kind of telling him what I wanted to hear. I wasn't, I wasn't able to find one that I'd known from a long time ago, uh-huh. and I was just like, I was really kind of like pissed off because I spent like forty five minutes digging through the internet trying to find this good, you know, this composer's name. And so Rasan was like, "Well, check out this guy," and I wonder if it's still in my my search. If not, do you remember his name still or no? It was a Japanese guy, modern composer. Oh, modern is it Nobuo Yamatsu? He does all the Final Fantasy stuff, I think. No, he does. He does that other video game. Right. He did, he did a. Uh, but that guy is super famous because of all that. Like he's yeah. like the sound of Final Fantasy, which is known for its music. That's awesome. No, it was a different one, and he. It was a really cool. Like I watched the live performance, and so one thing that like set him apart is not only did he have an entire orchestra, but he also had an entire choir section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like those are always awesome. And then you just, I just think immediately like how expensive that is. Oh right, <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was breathtaking. It was really cool to see yeah. that. I mean, I love rock and roll. Choirs are so to powerful, death. Though. It is my favorite. Even just when we did the six. The six people for the gospel choir mm-hmm. that was just sitting in the room was like, oh, this is incredible. Yes. Like, Dude, then, it was incredible from the bathtub two floors up. Yeah. Which is where you always I, are when I'm recording. Yeah. Bathtub two floors up. There's not even two floors. You're just shoving a bathtub in an attic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's what I do though. Yeah. Yeah. It, there is something magical about a choir. I cannot deny. Yes. I did. I, that was my start in music. My my roots, like in actual music. See, I never did any of that. I wish choir. I did. I did choir for I don't know two, three years. I was only I was into a... rock guitar, and I couldn't find any place in school to let me play rock guitar. The only place I could find was jazz band. They had one electric guitar player, but I don't remember ever really looking into that. But I remember thinking like that's probably not for me. Yeah. So I just did music on my own. 
I never was, did anything. It was I took all a music Saints, class in high school. All Saints awesome. mini singers. It was a very prestigious choir program, like yeah, for so awesome for the area. But yeah, um, and like I remember my first, not my crush, but the first time someone had like an, a crazy crush on me. Her name was Catherine. Me right now. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were Catherine then? Yes. I just pull off my face, dude. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> four years or six years or however long of just tricking you so i forget how old i was i wasn't i don't know seven eight nine years old when i did it you um but she was 41 <laughs> <laughs> she was the director okay this is the first time i'm talking about it her it's name really was miss Catherine. <laughs> she was 29 <laughs> i was so pumped <laughs> it's so funny that that as wrong as it is, doesn't seem to get as much shame. For example, if like the 30 year old teacher is fucking like the 17 year old high school kids, like, no, don't do that. But like, you know, the kids getting fist bumps, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's pretty crazy. Flip it. And it's horrible. <laughs> oh, there was, there was a teacher in high school where I would have never said anything if anything happened. Yeah. Cause I'm like, why ruin a good thing? <laughs> yeah. I remember my, but nothing ever did gross but I if it remember did my it didn't because i'm not gonna say teacher no. was particularly attractive i still remember that to this day fifth grade teacher fifth grade teacher yeah, that's all that's pretty was. specific fifth, fifth yeah. grade and i was like wow that's an attractive lady like yeah probably wasn't into me because i was in fifth grade you but, know what's funny looking you know back, what to me she could have been 48 years old but looking back she was probably like 22 <laughs> like, <laughs> that's hilarious like, dude yeah no that's so crazy to me she was ancient just like an adult all adults are just old when you're a kid you know but then you think back and you're like well she's probably just out of school like she couldn't have been she definitely wasn't over 25 you know yeah she was still pretty green yeah yeah she was still pretty green not <laughs> as green as old dallas though <laughs> i was oh, the man. fucking hulk <laughs> oh shit well who are we talking about we're talking about holst Oh yeah, Holst, but Japanese composer, and then choir, and then Catherine. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, so much. Yeah, she, she like, she was obsessed with me. So we always had before we, you know, um, we were broken up into groups for what the parts that we were singing, mm-hmm. and then at the end of that, we'd get together with all the choir instructors and the entire choir. And, and that's when you're like, oh, this sounds good. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> yeah. would sing their parts together. So awesome. And so us being in the mini singers, we were down front, and you know, if we weren't singing, we sat down. Uh, and she sat down she would always or? sit down right next to me and like try to grab my hand and hold my hand. That's cute. And uh, and so after dismissal, the parents would kind of be out in this like courtyard area of the church. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty big church and uh, a really big church actually. And uh, all the kids would play and stuff while the parents got them. And she'd always like try to take me behind the bushes and stuff. You were um, nine. Yeah, dude. She like like Whoa. tried to kiss me behind the bushes. I'm like, why are you trying to kiss me? Like, like at nine years old, nine years old, nine year old. Dude, she like when I say she was obsessed, dude. She was obsessed. Yeah, like, she wanted to marry me and stuff. Yeah, that's common. Yeah, yeah that's common for like common. a six year old to be like, let's get married. They have no idea what they're saying. So, anyways, that was uh, that was wild. And, and to this day, so one of my best buds. Wait, okay, so this is super I don't know her important. anymore. How does she spell Catherine? 
I can't even remember. Dude, I was a kid. I didn't ask her, like, how do oh, you, you spell your name, yeah, Catherine? You probably didn't even know the letters, huh? Yeah. My first actual girlfriend. She, her name was Catherine, though. You didn't learn the letters first, you were, what, 17? I say actual, and eighth grade's not, like, really real, but it was the first time I asked a chick out. Okay. And yeah, her name was Catherine with a K. For me. Mine and, was, uh, um... I don't know what to consider my first girlfriend. Would it be just the person you kissed first? <laughs> Probably the person you first like like asked out, like knowing that you wanted to like date this person. Michelle. Yeah, that would have been. Is that right? How old was I? Seventh grade had to have been seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. And then eighth grade, a girl named Sydney, and we actually like went to the movies and like dated and stuff, kind of. Word. Yeah. Yeah. So this chick, Catherine. Uh, so I grew up. This is this is a hilarious story. I grew up in a re- really religious, and this is probably our last story before we go to our Viper time. Our Viper time. So I grew up in a really religious household, and like in my household, Mormons, not good. I love Mormons, by the way. I, I had so many Mormon friends, but just can't. I wasn't. Kidding, by the way, <laughs> I wasn't not supposed to hang out with them. It's just that their religion was bad. Right, okay, of demonic, course. like you know, because it's not. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I just Wait, grew up hearing you, that. Though? Were you Catholic? No, just like non-denominational, I guess. And you thought they were the devil? <laughs> I was told to think that, that sounds like a Catholic that, thing. I was told to think not not the devil, but like that they're like that their religion based on Christianity isn't actually Christianity, and they're have, like misguided, and you know, and it's bad, bad. It's interesting to think about most of the reasons, like so much of religion, it seems, is um, not, well, okay, I guess not technically, but the way it manifests itself into humanity, it seems like it's based so much on like, I'm really concerned with what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Who cares, dude? As I've <laughs> as I as I grown up, I'm like, this, that's all BS. Like, like Who I cares, know, I know great Mormons. Like, this is not no. Well, okay. There's this great saying that has now become one of my favorites. All people are different people. True. There is no, you know, the left's bad, the right's bad, the gay, straight, black, white. All people are different people. Yeah. So you can't have those kind of, you know, judginess. Well, you can judge, but it doesn't make yeah, you, you can, right. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you can judge. You might be right, and you might be wrong. But or depending on where you do it and, and how you do it, you could be there. Could be social repercussions, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think judging is a is a pres- well, preservation it happens type, type whether thing. Whether you want it to or not. You know? uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, to I deny think it I think originally dumb. it started as 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 like judging. How hot water is, so you don't burn the well, shit out of your fucking Are those self. stripes moving through the leaves a tiger? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because they could kill our whole camp. And they know? don't look like me, yeah. and they'll kill us, yeah. right? I th- so I think judge. I think there's a, a, a survival preservation thing to judgment yeah, for sure. But to to be able to keep it in check, in, in it's equally annoying to deny that and be yeah. like, you should never judge anyone ever. It's like, well, yeah. that's kind of like in my brain. Like, it's like I, I really love have... hanging out with meth heads. I mean, I woke up with a needle in my ass a couple of days ago, and I don't do it, but yeah. they're really good people. Really great people. Love meth heads. Some of my favorite people <laughs> in the world. Not a lot of teeth to go around. So, you know, I think I think in reality to say that you should, you know, you should judge who you want to hang out with, not to maybe not to their face, but make a mental judgment of like, uh, are these the kind of people who are going to yeah. be 
that I can be around that are going to lift me up and help build me up and I can do the same thing or are these going to be people who tear me down? Like, I, you know, I, I'm not opposed to judging, but I'm, I'm opposed to just there's a thing there's a healthy hatred. Way, you know? I, exactly. Exactly. I'm not, a, I'm opposed to hatred. I'm opposed to I think judging is neither good nor bad. It's yeah. just a, a judgment call. You know? Yeah. It's when it's, I think it's uh, when there's actions taken towards, you know, folks who've never deserved anything, right. you know, right. So anyways, so to get back to the story, I was raised like, I wasn't told to hate uh, hate. I wasn't told to hate Mormons. I yeah. was just given a machine gun, and they turned me around and pushed me in that direction. And whatever <laughs> happened, happened. I wasn't told to kill them all. But yeah, it's like give me a cliffhanger here, so we can go leave the leave the meat for the vipers. Okay, okay. So cliffhanger, and yeah. then we're gonna like wrap it up with the vipers. Yes. Okay. So, so tee it up. I asked this girl out to black. on a. On a piece of paper. And what was this girl's name? Is this Catherine? Catherine, again? yeah. This is the real this Catherine. Is the, this is the actual Catherine, not Probably the... Probably spelled with a Y. Uh, and a K. K. And a K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Y. K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Oh, see, that's a weird one. Okay. Yes. So, I, you know, asked her out, you know, on the piece of paper, and she said, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And so, we were dating for like... And I say dating... It's it's eighth grade dating, like right. holding hands in the hallway, like right. he's my girlfriend, you know. Right, just hard buttfuck. Yeah, just the normal. <laughs> yeah, just normal dating stuff. Gotcha. I'm on board. So, anyways, um, pregnant by midnight, you know. <laughs> pregnant by midnight. That's, That's a new a band, great name. band name. <laughs> wow, how are we gonna remember this? I'll put it on a note. Pregnant by midnight. No, dude, I'll you just put yours? it in my phone. Yeah, I'll just okay, put it I'll in my put phone. It here too. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, after about a week or so, maybe more, uh, we were talking over the weekend. She said, yeah, I got to go to Temple. I'm like, Temple? Oh, you're dating the enemy. And then she was like, yeah, I'm a, a Mormon. And then I was like, I thought you said you were a Christian. She's like, I am. I was like, oh, uh, okay. And uh, let's get a beer. Let's, let's fade to back. Fade to black. Find out the rest of the story for the Vipers. Let's find the blur. You ready to find the blur? You ready to find the blur? All right, everybody, thank you so much for being here with us. We will, uh, let me uh, cut to you so that you can, you know. You yeah, can we'll finish this it. up. Finish it up with the Vipers, and thank you guys so much. If you want access to the uncut episodes and stories like this, uh, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP, and we'll see you there. Deuces. Hey everybody, thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful so thank you